All right, hello and welcome to the Shockley Podcast. I've got uh, my good friend Steve Stoff here today to talk about a bill uh, titled House File 680, which is a bill to allow using uh, leashed dogs for tracking big game. And so wanted Steve to come on and talk about the bill. This is a bill that uh, got put forward by constituents, and I am uh, not a hunter, and this is but this is something that's important to constituents. So this is the first bill that we've been worked on, working on, and so uh, happy to have uh, Steve Stoff in uh, our corner helping to get it done. So Steve, welcome to the Shocky Podcast. Thanks for having me, Brad. So what is the the leashed dog bill? What does it do? What it uh, what it really, I mean, at face value, it it makes a couple of simple language changes to a statute that's already in place, uh, but that would now allow deer hunters and bear hunters uh, and potentially um, elk hunters in the state of Minnesota, the ability to track uh, wounded game and down game using a, using a leash dog. Um, currently that's uh, Minnesota's one of, I believe 30 or sorry, one of, 12 states that doesn't allow that. Um, our neighbors to the east allow it in Wisconsin. Um, Illinois allows it. Um, but for some reason, Iowa, Minnesota, and North Dakota are three of the remaining states that, that haven't passed this bill yet. And uh, that's what we're trying to get accomplished is just uh, the ability to allow uh, deer hunters, bear hunters, and elk hunters, the uh, every avenue to to recover their their harvest so when i talk to people about this bill steve most people are surprised that it is illegal to do this in the first place so why would it be illegal to use a uh, leash dog to track uh game in minnesota uh yeah i've, I've run across that too and I, people are asking me or they heard I've been helping out on a bill and, and testifying on a bill and like, you can't do that today. Um, I think it's, you know, in, in some Southern states like South Carolina, for instance, you can actually use dogs to hunt for deer. Um, there's areas uh, in the U S where you can use dogs uh, to hunt for bear. Uh, and I think the brakes were put on, a long time ago in Minnesota to we don't want to inch closer to that becoming the norm or the law um, and what this bill really does is it kind of splits the difference in in the language of the dog has to be leashed uh, handlers not carrying uh, a firearm or a weapon uh, using ethical standards to to go in and just simply recover a downed animal that uh, you normally couldn't find um, as a human got it so it the whole thing has always seemed very logical to me then that's a good thing what happens what happens today if a hunter is uh sees a dog chasing a deer or unleashed chasing a deer what is the law as it stands today a lot of the stance today if i'm if i'm out in the in the deer woods and i see a dog chasing chasing deer, I have the, the legal right to to kill that dog uh, that's that's chasing a deer. 
and that that uh, this language doesn't do anything to stop that language, uh, but that's uh, the law how it stands today. Right, which is why it's important that we have the the leashed dog portion, and it uh, is dogs can be on a thirty foot leash, and they can use that to track deer. So, how would this in practical and reality? How would this be used? So, let's say you uh, shoot a deer and it doesn't die right away or it was a bad shot for whatever reason. Not that UC would ever take a bad shot, but... Uh, no, no. What, uh, uh, but any, any, hunter, any hunter knows that a myriad of things can happen, um, whether you're, you're hunting with a bow or a, a long gun or a pistol, that uh, deer move, arrows hit tree branches, um, people get a little panicked or, or buck fever and and the shot placement isn't always as perfect as you, you'd like. So in today's scenario, if you you make a bad shot, or even if you make a good shot, or you believe you made a good shot, you, you generally uh, wait, uh, try to do as good a job as you can to, to watch the animal's body reaction, its body language, direction, speed, um, all of those things to start processing what happened after the shot. Um, and then you'd eventually get down and and go investigate where where the shot was. You know what kind of blood is there? Is there hair? Can I recover my arrow? Does that tell me a story on on where that shot is? And what I mean by that, if a, a shot goes through the lungs, it's a different color of blood. It's it's a little bit more bright red and bubbly versus a liver shot, which is a little darker red um, and and not as bubbly. You know, so you you get a good understanding of where that that shot placement ended up. Um, and in that scenario, if it's not an ideal shot, oftentimes you're going to back out of that situation and, and let that deer bed down and hopefully expire. Uh, but there are scenarios where you don't have a great blood trail or uh, uh, you're like myself uh, and a couple of my, my good hunting buddies that are, that are colorblind. And if there's no snow on the ground, it can be very difficult to track um, that blood trail um, and so in that scenario you, you do the best you can or you end up finding basically a search party and, and grid searching an area and and trying to put all the pieces of the puzzle together to try to recover your animal um, and I've been a part of, of hunting parties and scenarios where we haven't been able to recover that animal and uh, the way I was I was raised you you kind of expend every effort to uh, to find that deer or or duck or bear, whatever it may be, uh, you kind of exhaust all your resources, and and uh, that's really what this bill allows is bringing in one more additional resource to try to recover that animal. And why do you feel it's important to recover the animal? So it doesn't go to, uh, so it doesn't become wanton waste. Uh, you know, it, in most scenarios, if I uh, you know if you interviewed a bunch of deer hunters and they lost an animal, um, they're, they're not going to stop hunting. You know, they still have a valid tag. They're going to go out and shoot another deer. Um, so that it has a, a small impact on your deer herd. Um, that, uh, that animal could end up somewhere it, it doesn't need to be. Um, and, and quite frankly, you know, you really don't want that animal to suffer any longer than, than necessary. Um, or have that animal just simply go to waste. Uh, it, it's really 
that's really the purpose of wanting to recover that that animal. Right, exactly. And that and that to me is the biggest piece of this is that you want to uh, use every option available for recovering that that animal so it doesn't uh, suffer and die over long period of time and so that it uh, is something that's ended quickly and then it can be utilized and harvested in the ways uh, that makes the most sense. So we got some, early on, we got some pushback from the Department of Natural Resources on the uh, on the bill because they're concerned about uh, using dogs for chasing deer and that kind of thing, but they really came around and were exceptionally helpful in writing language and figuring out how to make it how to make this work. So what, uh, do you have any concerns about this bill being used to, to run deer or bear or anything like that, uh, as it stands today? I, I do not, um, because of the laws that are already in place around trespassing laws, uh, the ability to, to, uh, to shoot and kill dogs that are, that are chasing deer already. Uh, and I, you know, I just don't think using dogs is an effective way to uh, to hunt deer in, in the Minnesota landscape anyway. I don't, I don't see this as uh, a law that's going to enable people uh, to abuse a power that didn't exist before. Uh, the spirit of the bill and the way the language is written is, I think, is done really well. That just simply gives big game hunters every possible avenue to recover their harvest. Exactly. Do you want to talk a little bit, Steve, about the uh, uh, United Deer Hunt, United Blood Tracking uh, folks that came and uh, were here for testimony when we were uh, in front of the Environmental Policy Committee? Yeah, the United Blood Trackers Association um, has worked with other, several other states on getting bills like this one passed. Uh, it's a, a very passionate group. Um, for all the reasons we kind of discussed, um, the ability to, to track and recover uh, recover game, and it, it's a large national nonprofit. They've written books on how to train dogs to track uh, to track wounded and down deer uh, and bears, and I, which I found the whole process of that being fascinating. When I when I think of dogs used in in hunting scenarios, I'm normally thinking of of bigger dogs and labs and a lot of their tracking dogs are are uh dachshunds and wiener dogs and, and <laughs> bloodhounds and uh you know that, that really kind of surprised me i think it makes it a little less intimidating for the uh for the average joe to understand that you know, you're, you're probably not going to go out and uh and chase deer down with a wiener dog right exactly and that was the the funniest thing i was super bummed that they uh it was a, we were having this bill was being heard in one of those multiple snowstorms we've gotten in February. And uh, they came, but they didn't bring their dogs because it was uh, bad weather. So I was super bummed that they weren't able to do that. But um, it was awesome to have them here and uh, and talk about it. And you can find them at unitedbloodtrackers.org in case anybody wants to see pictures of the uh of the wiener dogs that they use for uh, blood tracking for uh, finding down deer. Awesome. Well, Steve, thanks for coming on and explaining the bill uh, and everything that's going on around it. So we have had a uh, a uh, hearing in the Environmental Policy Committee, and we passed out of there um, 
unanimously and we moved on and we've been sent to the house floor so we might get a vote on the house floor with this bill it all depends on what's happening in the senate so there's a uh the bill has been introduced in the senate we just need uh, senator rude um so first to thank Air, uh, senator pratt for uh carrying the bill in the senate and today is uh, March 8th, and so we've got uh, the update as of March 8th, but it's being carried in the Senate by Senator Pratt, and we need a hearing on it from Senator Rude. So if you uh, are uh, interested in this and you think that uh, being able to use dogs to track uh, blood trails and track uh, down deer is a, is a good thing, make sure to uh, contact Senator Rood and ask her to give this bill a hearing in the Senate so that we can try and send it on to the governor. So uh, so it's a really good thing. And uh, Steve, I really appreciate all of your help uh, with this bill. Is there anything that you want to talk about with it that I haven't asked you about yet? I think what I, one thing I'd want to plug with it is, is that it has, you know, the blessing of the DNR. It has the blessing of Bluffland Whitetails has the blessing of the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association. It has support with the Minnesota Hunting Club. Uh, so there are a lot of external groups that are fully behind this bill as well. It's not, you know, a couple of constituents from Shakopee. It's, uh, it's, it's large, influential hunting organizations in Minnesota uh, that, are, that are backing the bill as well. And, uh, and I'd love to see it, uh, see it make it through the Senate. So I appreciate all your help with it. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Steve. And if anybody has questions or uh, wants to talk with me more about this, you can find my contact information at uh, www.house.mn slash 55A. So that's the district that I'm in, 55A. Or you can give me a call at 651-296-8872. So thanks a lot, Steve, for being here and see you soon. You bet. Thanks a lot, Brad.